Sergio Perez has held up his end of the bargain, there are still positions to be claimed on both the constructor's and driver's side. And we have reached round 23, the final race of the 2023 Formula One season. This is Into the Chicane, a Formula One podcast, the pre-Abu Dhabi Grand Prix edition. Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, ever heard of it? Site of maybe the most controversial race in F1 history, and we are back again. No, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I don't. I have no idea. Um, it's the first time hearing about it. There was a little, uh, I guess we can call it, just this silly little snafu that happened oh. between um, two young uh, up-and-coming drivers um, a couple of years ago where... Um, Gosh, geez, it's tough to even remember it was so insignificant. Some guy kind of, uh, you know, had like a sneezing fit and and uh, sort of blew, blew the race, some people might say, for one guy. Not a whole lot of repercussions happened after it, but some people on social media made a couple of YouTube videos and then it snowballed from there and turned into a much bigger deal than it needed to be. No, this was the site of the biggest controversy in F1 history, the Max Verstappen versus Lewis debate, and Lewis gets to go back there and relive that tragedy one more time. Um, how you feeling? The season's wrapping up. It's our first season. Like, on one hand, it's kind of crazy that we're here already. On the yeah. other hand, it's like, all right, geez, like, 23 races? Like, like we're, it's, it's felt like, all right, well, like, it's, it's been a lot. Yeah, 23 it's, races, 50-plus uh, podcasts. What a season. This is a season that, you know, I wrapped up our Vegas um, review by saying I think a lot of people have this as one of the more boring seasons because of the dominance that Max Verstappen has shown. But there's been a lot of good things. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, second and third place shuffling, a lot of uh, mixing it up between the drivers in the midfield. And then we saw the McLaren resurgence. We saw the Aston Martin desurgence. And then they've kind of made their way back. So other than the Red Bull, you know, dominance, it's been a, a – what I would consider an exciting season. There's been some good shit going on here. It certainly has been fun. And there's been a lot of, uh, this has been a very telltale season for what's to come. I think next season's going to be even better. So that's an exciting thing. And then the season after that, holy shit, we got new regulations. Big story going into this race, though, uh, the final race of the season, is there are a lot of unclaimed positions Yes, we have one and two in the championship locked up. Red Bull's first ever one-two driver's championship mixed with their constructor's championship. Max Verstappen takes it. Uh, Sergio Perez, I know, Oliver, I know. See, he thought it was a boring season. Holds up his end of the bargain. He secures P2 over Lewis Hamilton. But we still have a, what is it, one, two, three, four-way race going on, if you'll call it, for P4 in the championship, which might not sound that exciting, but it is. We've got Carlos Sainz with 200 points, deadlocked with Fernando Alonso, who's also got 200 points, just five points away. You've got Lando Norris, and then seven points from there is Charles Leclerc with 188 points, all of whom are in striking distance to claim P4 in the Drivers' Championship. And then on the Constructors' side of things, you've got Mercedes and Ferrari separated by only four points, just four points separating them for P2 in the championship. And then you've got McLaren and Aston Martin separated by a mere 
11 points for P3. So a lot is up for grabs there. Yeah. And uh, with the constructors championship, that's where the real money's made. Exactly. Each position is worth about $10 million or something like that. So uh, it's big, big uh, implications for uh, being able to maximize uh, any opportunities this weekend. So, yeah. So you can expect, um, you know, teams, particularly, I would say those four to be throwing everything but the kitchen sink at what they've got. And I, I, I want to give the edge, uh, for P2 in the championship to Ferrari. I think going into this Ferrari is going to come out on top of Mercedes. Uh, this is a track that I think is going to suit them better. Plus, you've got Carlos Sainz, who is the lead Ferrari driver for now with a brand new power unit going into this race. That's, you know, they've broken the seal on it. It's nice and warmed up. It's broken in, but it's fresh. It's brand new. They shouldn't be facing any penalties this weekend. Um, I think they're going to come out on top in that one. And then you've got Aston Martin and McLaren duking it out, separated by just 11 (laughs) points for P4. I know Oliver. He's a big Aston Martin fan. Um, but I tell you, I think McLaren's going to take this one. McLaren definitely has the momentum. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes, not so much. Uh, but the thing with Mercedes is they could always pull together and like the last second and have a great qualifying and, and usually end up having a better race pace than they do uh, everywhere else through the weekend. So yeah, it, it really it really could go either way, to, to be honest. So Yeah, I just, I see this track because it's not the most high speed i see this track uh suiting the mclaren a little bit better for the weekend and i think that their drivers lando coming off of a bad showing in vegas he's going to be hungry and oscar coming off of a good showing um i think he's going to continue that form um george russell's probably going to be a little bit too desperate even though he's not really fighting for anything he i guess he could be fighting for p7 depending how that whole fight shakes out Fighting for ego. Yeah, which anytime he's doing that, that's just a recipe for disaster. Who knows what the fuck he's going to get into. He's an idiot. You know how I feel about him. Um, I just feel like uh, McLaren's going to have the edge in that fight. Um, Other than that, how do you see this race shaking out? Driver-wise, do you think that Max is going to come out swinging and dominating? How do you see uh, Sergio Perez slotting in in between the two Ferraris? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I don't see any reason to believe that Max is not going to have the same or similar results that he's had the last half of the season. Yeah. I feel like outside of some crazy catastrophe, he's going to be, you know, a half a second faster than everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's probably going to uh, just bring it home. So the biggest thing I'm, I'm thinking about right now is, like, who's going to round out the top five? I think, like we said, definitely both – Ferraris are going to be fast, so I'm I'm thinking Charles and Carlos both right in there uh, in top five, and then Checo probably in there somewhere uh, in top five, and then other than that, I feel like there's another spot for that could either be the uh, the Mercedes, but probably most likely one of the McLarens. So, yeah, I would think that that spot is going to definitely go to Lando Norris, if not if not higher than. Top five, sure, you know, surely, like, but I think within that top five, it could it could go, you know, it could you could slot it around, but it's probably going to be those same names. Yeah, a lot of uh, 
a lot of a lot at stake here. This is a big one. Um, let's just jump right into some bold predictions. You got anything? Uh, yeah, I feel like we're going to see uh, another Charles pole position in qualifying. Man, that's almost not even bold at this point. But I think for this track, you could say that it is bold. But with uh, with Charles's luck, he'll, he'll definitely um, he'll get pole and then not fucking win it. Yeah, he'll end up. <laughs> I'm going to uh, say uh, second or third. I'm going to go the opposite of you. Not the exact okay. opposite, but I think that Carlos is going to beat Chuck all weekend. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I think um, Carlos is going to come out swinging. Uh, this is going to be his uh, sign-off for the season, and he's going to outpace. So he's going to, I guess, so how did we decide that we were doing this on a non-sprint weekend? Um, For, I, I, you know, I, to say think... that a, a teammate is going to dominate over the other one. We decided it was like... Definitely qualifying in the race, right? But how do we shake out like how we were going to decide the practices? I think I think we can just go off of qualifying in the race, like the practices. It's too hard, I think, to that's fair. judge wholly, unless you wanted to say like average between the three practice sessions. I don't want to do the math. Let's just say uh, yeah. I think he's going to out qualify, and then he will beat Chuck in the race. So that's my first bold. I'm good with that. And I'm going to go off along the same lines, but uh, mine is going to be uh, Yuki Sonoda is going to perform better than Daniel Ricardo. I'm just going to keep keep going with this one because this is what I'm kind of paying attention to uh, alongside everything else that's going on. I want to see how Yuki's going to fare. That is kind of bold because I think for my fantasy team this year, this this race. Actually, I don't want to give away too much. I'm just going to say that that's, that's bold. <laughs> Not that it matters. Okay. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, but yeah, I, I... Man, Yuki's kind of just been like an afterthought these past few races for me. Um, I'm going to say that we're not going to see a Williams outside of Q2. Hmm. No Williams in Q3. Okay. Okay. Jeez, um, I don't know. No Williams. Q3. Um, all right, so let's see. Let's make it a constructor's one. I think. Let's. I'm going to. I think. I think Ferrari is going to take P2 and constructor's championship. Yeah, I agree with you there. I agree with you there, definitely. I'm going to say that... Ooh, my goodness. I'm going to say Nick DeVries scores his first points of the season. <laughs> um, no. He I'm retroactively go... gets awarded a point. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Oh, man. Do I do this? I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to say that Esteban Ocon is going to pass his teammate. Oh, in points. In the constru- in the driver's standings. He's only four oh. points off. I'm going to say Pierre doesn't score points, and Esteban locks in those four. Wow, that's that's a what? You just got to get... I think it's seventh or above. Seventh? Yeah. Dang. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking Esteban finishes top seven and Pierre outside the points again. Okay, I'm with it. What's your final? Is that was that my third? Yeah, I already did. I already did my three. Did you? Uh, yeah. So Charles Pole, Yuki against Ricardo, and then um, Ferrari's going to take P two. Got you. Okie doke. Does that cool. just about wrap uh, things up? Yeah, I think so. Um, Ollie, what do you think? He thinks uh, it's nap time. So Sounds like it. All right, guys. This has been your final preview of the season. We head into round 23. It's almost technically round 22 because we had one that did not happen, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I always forget. Feel, I kept, I kept it, thinking might of this as well because we yeah. did a podcast for it, so you can still count it. It's still round twenty three. I just I, I get confused. I keep saying that there, that it was a twenty two race season because I forget about that little bad boy right there. But all right, guys, this is your final preview of the season. This has been into the chicane, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix preview. We will see you guys for the final time this season after the race. Peace. Cheers.